it's time once again for a, another compelling edition of the Bulls Bros Podcast. We're two bros, and we love the Bulls. Literally bros. I'm Alex, and that's Max. Hello, Max. Hello, hello from Chicago. Yes, yes, and hello from an undisclosed location. Now, Max, uh, so the Bulls are undefeated, and clearly the best team of all time. Um, what do you think about what you saw in the Bulls' defeat of a Cade Cunningham-less uh, Detroit Pistons team in Detroit for our um, 2021-2022 to season opener? Well, you know, I saw a lot. Uh, some positives, some negatives. I think the best element of this game is that, well, there's a couple, but I really like the defense. I thought our defense was really good. I mean, yes, it's the Pistons, but... I was impressed by the effort, especially of the wings and guards getting over screens. I thought they were pretty good about that. They got beat, I mean, quite a few times, but they also got over screens. You know, they held Jeremy Grant to a lot less. I mean, last year he dropped 40 on us in in United Center. So I feel like they did a much better job defensively than a lot of games we saw last year, especially when they had a tendency to play down to the level of their competition. Um, Vooch... There was some, we have plenty to talk about in terms of uh, negatives, but I, I liked the defense. I liked the hustle for the most part. From Vooch? Um, no, from everybody else. Yeah, I was um, going to say, why did you mention Vooch? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I thought we were going to talk about the bad things about him getting beat off the dribble multiple times or like not stepping up and to, was, to meet the... Vooch was bad. He was worse than his numbers. His numbers were well, fine. His number, he had like 15 and 10 or something, right? What did he have? Yeah, like 15 and 15. Uh, 15 points, 15 rebounds. Yeah, you're right. Four assists. Uh, um, yeah, I yeah, know. Well, let's, you know, anyway, Zach was, I mean, awesome, very efficient. I like the fact that he doesn't have to do as much. I really like the fit of Lonzo in the offense. I felt like he makes life easier. I think there's a lot of opportunities for them to improve offensively, and I think they will. But I did like the fact that they came out and played defense. And even when they weren't falling, their shots weren't falling and they weren't getting calls, they kept playing defense so then they could take over later in the game. So I, I think offensively they'll come around. I saw some encouraging signs. But uh, their defense was good, honestly. I mean, Caruso, Lonzo, um, Io, um, Zach played more aggressively on defense than he did last year. Yeah, fought over screens, some Speaking tough of, rebounds yeah. down the stretch. Speaking of going over screens, he was great about that. Um, he was, and he, he yeah. And there's a lot of steals, deflections. Demar Derozan got in a lot of passing lanes too. Derozan had a good um, block uh, at yeah. one point. Lo- late I in the game, how- late in the game, yeah. like a like a meaningful yeah. defensive play from Demar yeah. Derozan. Yeah, I really liked a lot of that. So I think there was a lot of... No, I mean, he was... Honestly, he was good defensively tonight. He really was. Um, Well, he's always... He's one of those guys where it's like he should have been good defensively the whole time. He just never has been. He's just never had the instincts or whatever. Never consistently put forth... He's a little small physically to play like a small forward. So there's a lot of guys... Yeah. There's a lot of guys that are just going to be overpowering for him, uh, for him defensively. But he had active hands. I liked what I saw from him. I was a little surprised he didn't facilitate that much on offense. He was a little less of a – he was – everyone was, like, trying to be so unselfish the first half of the game. You know, they were all trying to share the ball and not – and, like, we have a lot of unselfish players and a lot of guys that can pass on, this, on the offense. Yep. So, I mean, I, I think they'll start to get better about it. Um, 
as the year goes along. Like, there's still a lot of these guys are used to having the offenses run through them. And so you have like multiple alpha males on one team, one off starting lineup. But I do think they can definitely coexist. I just think that they need to get used to it. I love how well Zach plays off the ball. I mean, if this is an indication he has to do less in terms of ball handling, it gives him more energy throughout the game, especially on defense and in the fourth quarter, and it allows him to be really efficient. I think, I mean, I think this is actually going to work out really well for him. Next, between... Um... And that two-man game with Zach and Vooch looked good whenever they ran it. They just didn't. They they didn't really start running it until kind of later. Yeah, but it looked good. There was a really good play in like the middle of the third where like Zach yeah. did a, a dribble handoff to Vooch and then set a little screen for him. Trey hit a trailing for three a, for a three. Yeah, this was I mean, first they, three of the game. Yeah, I mean they're good. gonna. Yeah, they're they're gonna get there. I you know they've got a lot of stuff to kind of iron out, but you I mean you can't tell me you didn't like what the flashes you saw and. You know, I think I think Zach's gonna take a leap this year on both ends. So yeah, Zach looked amazing. Zach looked awesome. Zach's not the issue. Yeah, Zach's great. Like I, I can't think the Olympics are gonna he, have a positive impact. It's like Bill on, Simmons likes to say. Like it's like a ten yeah. percent bump for those guys that like go to the Olympics at the right time in their careers. Zach yep. is definitely I, a beneficiary of that. Maybe. But hopefully. He's primed. He's primed for it. No question. He's one of those guys, too. Zach's, like, super athletic. Um, never had the defensive instincts of someone, uh, like, you know, that's coming to, like, he's, you know, Jimmy Butler, for instance. But um, but he's, you know, he's got the tools. Like, he's very athletic. Um, and so it's just exhausting to be a two-way guy. I get it. Like, I don't really – I didn't expect him to be an awesome defensive player. I still don't. Like, I don't – he doesn't owe us that, you know what I mean? Just he gives us so much yeah. on offense that I'm okay with that, and then like competent defense, you know. But if he can do I, anything more, awesome. I saw him make some really good defensive plays. Yeah, no, plays. he was he better than I thought he, he had to be. People. You know? I thought he was going to be good defensively because he doesn't have to carry as much of the load offensively, which doesn't mean he's not going to drop 27, 28 a game yeah. because I think he will. But it's so efficient. He did it on 17 shots. He he like, did, yeah. He took one I mean, crazy jumper, but otherwise he was like pretty in control. Like well, he was, he was getting better looks. Were money. Um, he hit a couple like circus plays around the rim. Yeah. He was seven to seven from the free throw line, I think. I mean, he's gonna be like, he's still gonna be a really good scorer, but he's so efficient. 11, I, I, 11 of eleven from the free throw line. Wow. Well, the last four were like at the at the end of the game as they were getting fouled. But yeah, he's gonna have the ball in the ends to close. I think the big thing is how do we get Lonzo's like to be a little more aggressive offensively, and and pushing the defense, the, the, like putting pressure on them a little more so they can all push the ball. How do we integrate Vooch more effectively, especially like getting DeRozan to be kind of like DeRozan? I think doesn't does, hasn't quite found his 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 way yet. But I mean, it's not like he had a bad game. He still scored like pretty efficiently and scored seventeen points. Had a couple steals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, DeRozan yeah. was 17 points, uh, 8 yeah. of 17 from the field, didn't yeah. get to the line much. He had two free throw times. He missed them both. He made yeah. one three, and he took one three. So, hey, there you go. Yeah. Uh, 100% for three this season. And uh, yeah. seven boards, two assists, three steals, you know. Yeah. I mean, those are, like, solid three, numbers. Yeah, it's kind of fine, you know. Yeah, but, I think he's going to be a little bit more aggressive um, facilitating with the second unit. I think the second unit needs more punch. I think Kobe White's gonna help. Yes. So those. Um, so, let, so yeah. You want to talk about the two big issues that? that or I, I've got two big issues from this game for the Bulls. 
But let's talk about them. All right. I think I talked about a lot of the positives. You covered everything. Thing. Okay. Also, I, I like Vu- I like Caruso a lot. He's a great fit. Caruso is, is, was awesome. He was like exactly yeah. what you wanted him. His, his defense is really good. Um, yes. He's he's so much more mobile, you know, than you think he is gonna be. Like every time, I'm always just like, damn, like he he really can move laterally, like really. I well. mean, I don't know why that's surprising because like he won a championship with the Lakers, and LeBron called him what like one of his best yeah uh, complimentary players he's ever had in his career. Then LeBron said, um, "Let's not pay him and just pay Taylor Horton Tucker instead." And now we have. I don't know if LeBron specifically said that. LeBron is the GM of that team. Like I know it's Rob Palenka on paper, but no way Rob Palenka okay is all those dumb moves this summer. There's no, I mean, there's no. I way. don't know why they let him walk. Honestly, it was a huge mistake. Taylor Horton Tucker, by the way, is already hurt. Um, you know, and like that guy's got a ceiling. He's 20 years old. He's gonna be something, right? But Crusoe already is something. LeBron doesn't have time to like wait for someone to develop. It's like the weirdest move to me. Just keep. A, well, I, you know, I mean, I don't understand value the Westbrook too. move. I think I would rather. Westbrook move was stupid. Could have could have gotten Buddy Hield and a draft pick. I think and, right. Yeah, and kept KCP. KCP. Yeah. Oh, kept KCP. Kept KCP. And then, yeah. Or like, why not? Yeah. I, it I doesn't make it. it's. It was it was a confounding move. I think the Lakers are. It's like those Cavs moves that they made. You know that one that one year where they had Dwayne Wade and all those kinds of crazy yeah. Cavs moves that didn't work. 2018, 2019. And, and then they, they traded out of it to, like, a decent-ish team, but, like, you knew they were in trouble when Kevin Love was their second-best player. Know. This time, they Anyway, let's stop talking about LeBron and the Lakers. That's all anyone ever does, so. So the, what were we talking about? We were talking about Caruso being good. Everyone, everyone, yeah. a lot of the, the Bulls looked awesome that we expected to. Starters. The starters. Starters and the sixth man. Um... The one, the big issue that I have, there are two big issues. I mean, you mentioned one. You mentioned both of them. Uh, the bench, uh, which is a work in progress, and Vucevic. Let's, I got a lot of Vucevic thoughts. So let's do the bench quickly. Or not quickly, but like, you know, relatively quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Max, I asked you about the status of uh, Derek Jones Jr. and Tony Bradley before um, uh, we started recording. And uh, it looks like we're both, uh, based on what we have seen and I don't really remember hearing about them talk about this like Adam or Stacey talking about this on the broadcast um but yeah I think both of those guys um they had injuries in the preseason um Derek Jones had an ankle injury but he was cleared to play as of October 8th Tony Bradley had a back injury and was cleared to play as of October 15th and uh it is the 20th um so they were both available for the end of the preseason, um, but they, they were both DNP coaches' decisions um, tonight. So Alizé Johnson soaked up a lot of the minutes at the backup five, um, basically all of them. And then, um, I mean, you know, Derek Jones Jr., there's like four Derek Jones Juniors on this team. So uh, there were, you know, like Troy Brown Jr., Javante Green. Um, well, Stanley Johnson used to be, but he's gone. Um, um, I liked what I saw from, I mean, Patrick Williams, I thought defensively on Jeremy Grant had some solid moments. Um, I like, I mean, I look, he's coming off that injury. I'm surprised he's even back yet. Uh, yeah, he's I, I think, yeah. And I think he, I think he'll be fine. He had a couple of really nice cuts at the beginning of the game. I think they should have given him more of those. To be honest, there was a couple of times when he was on a fast break and like Zach or, or someone would just keep the ball as opposed to passing it back to him and then passing, he'll pass it back. I think he's going to be really helpful for this team, and I think he's only going to get better. The point you're making, I think, shots. fundamentally. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that was all at the beginning, and then they didn't really give him the ball. That's what I mean. Yeah, he, he did, they, didn't, they didn't feature him much. No, but, you know, it's so early. They're trying to get the flow of everything. Uh, they didn't push the ball enough, and Billy mentioned that uh, his post-game press conference. But I think your I point— I got a thought that about that one, really, too. That's later, but yeah, go on. What you're really asking about, uh, fundamentally, to me, is what's up with the, the five? Are we going to see Tony Bradley there a lot, or is it going to be this small ball, Alizé Johnson— throwing in whoever can play small ball five as, as, the, as the game progresses, right? As the year goes on, are we going like, to see these ridiculously small lineups with DeRozan or Williams or yeah. Javante Green at the five? I think it's a very fair question. I have an answer. I don't know that I – I think where he's, what he's thinking is going small with a very switchable lineup um, where you have like – like it's very small, but at the same time – they're very switchable and kind of, you know, athletic, you know. I think that's kind of what he sees. I, um, yeah, there's just so little offense um, on the well, bench. Well, that's the thing. like Kobe White and, and like Caruso, you know. Like, or like, but well, like the bigger guys, like they can't the really The idea score. is they're going to have DeRozan and, and or uh, uh, Zach kind of with that unit all the time. So... Like, it's not going to be a situation. And we saw DeRozan with them a lot this game. That's true. And, and in the preseason, it kind of worked, I think. Um, I, you know, I, I, I think it, they need to figure it out. That line, the problem is those guys, like, don't know how to um, – they don't really know how to move the ball on offense as well. It was very choppy. Whereas the starting unit, it's like it's all fluid. Like, everyone's passing, and I, I really like Vooch out of the high post. So – and, you know, guys running around that. So, I, I, I'm, and Lonzo, obviously, you know, is awesome. So, I, I'm not sure how that's going to work. They're going to have to iron those out. To be honest, I think that's one of the main things. We only have four preseason games this year instead of eight. So, you have all these new players. To, I think it would be unreasonable to expect them to have the rotations worked out right now. So, I would expect that to get better as the, as the year goes along. I think it's a very fair point, though, to point it out as an area of concern because... I don't think our depth is really that good, um, but I, it's so I don't I don't know what the answer is. I thought we were going to see a lot more Tony Bradley. Maybe we will as the year goes along. But I, I like what I've seen from Tony Bradley. But if he wants to go super small and switchable, that's not Tony Bradley. So yeah. I don't know where this is going to go. Um, yeah, Alizé Johnson makes sense, or I guess I, you can play Williams a little bit at the five. You want to go crazy small and I, switchy. I, I would think that the future would be having Tony Bradley and as like a you know another option depending on who they're playing. So if they're playing a guy with a big, then like a, a couple like, bigs, yeah. then you'll have Tony Bradley. Like if you're playing Jokic, you're you're gonna want Tony Bradley. But like tonight they were playing Isaiah Stewart. You know, it was like, what, 6'10", maybe, 6'9". Yeah. So, like, you don't really need Tony Bradley. Um, so that's, I think they're going to be mixing it up, depending on who they're playing. Like, if they're playing Embiid, like, you, you, you want to have some size, too. That's okay. So that, that brings us to the second point. So that's modern NBA. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay, so that's the, that's the thing. So um, we play the Detroit Pistons without their best player, Kate Cunningham, number one overall pick this year. Jeremy Grant's our best player, I think. Okay, okay fine, fine, I mean, fine. Their most important player, Kate Cunningham, probably their second best player already, I would assume. Yep. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. I've never seen him play in a real NBA game. How yeah. am I supposed to know that? Look good in the preseason. Look great in college. It's the preseason. You know? Yeah. By that argument, like, all the things that we did, Javante Green, based on the, our first preseason game, was, like, the best player in the world. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's better than Troy Brown Jr. He basically leapt he ahead of Troy Brown Jr. He thanks is. to the preseason. So it wasn't totally I, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. You're like, oh, the Cade. I saw on the broadcast the Cade Cunningham West Pistons. As if Cade Cunningham's going to make them a good team. Like, they suck. No. Whether or not Cade Cunningham's there. Well, that's what I mean, though. Like, like, we beat them by six points. Like, they didn't have yeah. what their second best player, third best player, I guess, whatever. Like, yeah. we barely won. We were, we were down in the fourth most of the time. But then, you know, our defense clamped down. Um, and I don't know we were down in the fourth most of the time. Yeah, well, half the time. And, and then uh, our defense, well, no, well, it was like most of the time. It was... Um, no, and the second half kind of made like a... We pushed we, and we got we were it. back and forth in the, in the second half. I yeah, think. yeah. And then this, we, this we pulled away the, like, the last like three or four minutes, right? It's something like that. Yeah. I mean, pull but, away is a generous term, really, because we were only up by like six to eight tops. Yeah. And we wound up winning by six. But, but like when you only score a total of 94 points, the differential is probably not going to be that many. Yeah, right. So I don't know if we mentioned this score, but yeah, 94-88, very you know, defense first game. And so didn't call a lot of fouls too. We had a lot of times where there was a lot of contact us going at the rim. We didn't get the call. That's so, true. I mean, like we took not a lot of free throws. We took um, kind of happened on both sides, though. I will say. I mean, I feel like the Pistons also didn't get a lot of calls. Nor should they um, have. So, they're, you know, they're not talented, but we are talented. We should be getting those calls. Like DeRozan again, only got two. Yeah, that was weird. He got fouled quite a few times. Vooch got fouled a few times and really pissed him off. Yeah, that's right. Um, he caused that technical. He did early. not go to the. But free throw I, I guess your point is like we didn't blow him out, but like we had 15 um, free throws. They had 13. Pretty low. As, yeah, as and most of a our team. a lot of ours came at the end. I, I get what you're saying. I mean, your point is we didn't blow him out, and like you're like we should blow him out. We should blow him out. I honestly, it's the NBA, and um, if you actually look at like there's there's so many times that these scores of, are like quite close for teams. One team is much better than the other, so. Uh, we were still figuring out our rotations. Uh, the thing I'm not worried about is our offense. Our offense is going to be really good. Um, much more concerned about our, uh, you know, our defense, and our defense was pretty good tonight. Defense so, was good. I mean, I would. I thought we were gonna we were gonna look better, but we only scored 40 points in the first half. Like, you're not gonna win in the NBA scoring 40 points in a half. And we did just exactly. <laughs> Just barely, but yeah. Um, so that's my other thing. Okay, so let's talk about Vucevic. So again, his- so I'm not hating. I mean, look, like we didn't win. We didn't. We won the game on the road, first game of the season. We're still getting used to playing with each other against one of the worst teams in the NBA, probably. But yeah, we still won. But we won. I guess it doesn't matter if you win by a quarter mile or a mile, right? That's damn right. But <laughs> uh, but Vin Diesel um, statements aside, I feel like the big issues with Vucevic I have muscle. are you know like the. Uh, we have, like, you know, it, it looks like we might have an interesting defense, you know, all told. But, like, sort of the, the most important position to have a good defender at traditionally is our weakest position. Everyone else wants to push. Everyone else is fast. I mean, like, because Rosen plays some four, and, and he's, you know, fast as a four. And he's fine as a three. He's not, like, crazy fast. But but everyone else He doesn't is, play four. He plays three. DeRozan, DeRozan can play four. Like I, we didn't see you it much tonight. The starting unit. We're talking about the starting unit. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, DeRozan can't play four. 
But every, most of the guys, that's the other thing too, is everybody else is switching. A lot of, I mean, we have all like of our four first, guys that can play four. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what that is. Well, all of our, so like five of our best six players can play multiple positions. One, yeah. five of our best six players uh, want to get out and run. Um, it's a positionless. Five of our I mean, best of six players, like, you know, are like competent defenders. Like DeRozan, assuming DeRozan can keep this up. Like the, you know, the one guy who's like the issue with all of this is Vucevic. Vucevic is, is a talented player. I don't know how much of a fit he is for this team. I've got an idea. Now, hear me out. Um, there's a certain disgruntled center in Phoenix who wanted to get a maximum extension, did not get it. Um, Robert Sarver is a cheapskate, the owner of the Suns, um, and I'm assuming there's a chance that uh, you know um, a stud like DeAndre Aiden could force his way out of town. Uh, what about a huge market, you know, um, with a, a young up-and-coming superstar who's a lot like Devin Booker in Zach Levine, um, and a chance to, to compete in what's traditionally the weaker conference, although not, not this year so much, but usually. Um, what if we traded, like, Vucevic, um, like, the, the the Derek Jones pick, and, like, our the first that we got from... Um, that uh, the Lowry trade for DeAndre Aiden. DeAndre Aiden's going to make about $35 million in the first year if he gets fully maxed out as a restricted free agent. Now, you lose a little bit of the passing, yes, but he's a, he's a great defender. He's fast. He can, he can score inside. I mean, he's not an, he, the, the big thing you're losing is you're losing the, the, the passing and you're losing um, the shooting. Um, but and he can score. Rebounder. Well, no, he, he can rebound. Vooch is like Aiden can rebound. Aiden is like like another Vooch like, is, is a better rebounder. Aiden is a much better rim protector, and a better defensive player. All much much better. And um, yes. and you know he, he's like he averaged like fourteen and ten last season. It's not like he's a slouch on on uh, in terms of getting rebounds. Um, I I think Aiden is an interesting fit for us, uh, and I think the Suns are dumb enough to do a trade like that. I don't think they would. I mean, they're dumb. Like they didn't extend this guy. Well, this if, guy is if they really, wanted to really do it good. now, we'd have to make the contracts match because Vooch makes a lot more money than DeAndre Ayton does. Well, so they'd have to add a lot of money to that. So it's like what, like Shamit or I mean, no, no, no. Vooch makes about twenty million dollars, right? Twenty, twenty, no, twenty-two. He makes like he makes like uh, twenty-eight, twenty-four, oh, twenty-four million. It's, I don't know. Eight makes a lot you're right. less. It's twenty four and then twenty two. It's declining. Um, yeah, eight, it's short term, which is good. But how much does Aiden make? Well, I, this would be like a sign and trade next year. This isn't really like right now. Oh, you're saying next year? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we, we you know that gives us a full season to see. Um, but yeah, if we did a trade right now, that'd be amazing. Aiden makes he's the first pick in the twenty eighteen draft, so he makes a lot of money. It's like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, but you still have ten million dollars, nine million dollars to make up. Yeah. So well, well, you don't have to match. You have to uh, get within fifty percent. Uh, oh. One or the other. Because we still have cap, but because they, but I, they wouldn't want to go over the cap. Is the oh, because they have cap room this year, but not next year. Because Chris Paul restructured his deal to give them a lot of extra money this year. But then they're not paying Aiton because he's going to be expensive next year. Right. It's kind of like this super dumb situation. It's a very it's dumb situation. Dumb. So yeah. So this year's making twelve point six. They're not. I don't think they're going to do that. But well, he makes sixteen um, years for his qualifying. Six million for his qualifying offer next year. But like you know, ostensibly he'd just take the max. 
Okay, so so it's half of Vucevic's salary almost exactly, and so I mean, what we could do is trade Vuce after this year, and then just pay eight, make Aiden an offer, and he could just pick between us and the Suns. Well, the Suns, he would have to force his way out. He had to, he had to be like, Don't, you have to trade me, kind of, or whatever. Which no, he wouldn't. He would just because the Suns would. Oh, because the Suns could match could whatever match. we do. But, like, but I, don't I don't think, think the they Suns, will. they're being cheap. Yeah, exactly. It's Not true. if we're going to give him the full the yeah. full deal. We give him the full max. Um, so, we, yeah, we could do that. We could just For trade like and get, and get the availability. Or we give him the super short-term max. I don't know. Or we could do, do a sign and trade. We could do a sign and trade like Lonzo did. come to Chicago. I think, I think we're an attractive market. We're on the come up. That's sort of the whole point of this team, right, is to be attractive to get that next guy. Like, we're, this team I mean, isn't going to win a title, right? Look, but, like, a couple of trades from now, maybe. I don't. I mean, I, I think that's part of the reason the Vucevic contract. I like it, whereas people were complaining about it. It declines, and it's not long term. So yeah, um, and he, you know, we're not going to get all star. Like he's got the yeah. numbers. Like none of our none of our contracts. The only contract yeah. that's really bad is the DeRozan one. Yeah, but it's not that long either. It's only a couple more years. So. Yeah, but Zach is awesome now. And we can still use that money to get another max player. Like, that's the thing, is the whole beauty of the DeRozan deal is if you add another contract that's not that big with it, like a Kobe White or something, I don't know, because Kobe White's contract is going to come up too yeah. next. So we can, like, I'm, I'm just saying there's mechanics that can be done with these contracts that as long as you don't have a long, the problem is the long-term deals, because those can be really difficult to move. The only long-term deal we're really going to have is Lonzo, which is going to be a really good deal, I think. Yeah. And then Zach which we're going to give him the full boatload, but, like, that's a no-brainer, so. Yeah. That's, so, I don't know. So, I guess that's the thing is, like, we try to, so like. I'm not freaked out about it, I guess, is my point. Yeah, I mean, you know. But let's talk about, let's focus on this year, though, because. Well, so, I don't know if there's a world where we could do an Aiden trade this year. talk about Vucevic. I mean, you're, I want to hear more about this. We have to have this Vucevic conversation. I just, I think, I, I don't know. It's not going to end, you know. It's going to be recurring. Yeah, I was more I was more on board with him in theory than I've been in practice. Like I thought we were going to make the playoffs last year when we traded for him. Like cause he puts up those crazy numbers, but the fit is a little awkward because he's not athletic. He's slow. Um, he's not he a good defender. Back. He was hustling back this today. Yeah, as, as best as he could, right? But like he, I mean, it's just it's just he was often back there and in the right place. Yeah, but like he's just and he was getting the rebounds offensively and defensively. He just missed a lot of shots. Couldn't couldn't buy a shot really. Yeah, but like. I'm not worried about that. And, if you watch since he came here at the end of last year, the guy's fucking shot maker. Dude. And, well, and, and the defense is not great. Like, yeah, like, okay, fine. Maybe he like he knows where to go, but like if he's a half step slow, like what does it matter? Yeah, he doesn't always come up on the screens and stuff. Yeah, like I mean, it's not his fault. It's not great, but he's not the worst defender, like defensive center. He's, pa- I think he's passable. He's 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 fine, right? But I just think if we could like. Figure out a way to like to like capitalize on a disgruntled guy like DeAndre Aiden and upgrade that position. That would be so great for this team. And not that DeAndre Aiden is that. That's switchy. not happening this year. That's not happening. DeAndre Aiden is not happening this year. I think that'd be a long term play. That'd be really a lot of fun for this team. I mean, yeah, I, I could see something some happening shooting, depending on what happens this year with a bunch of superstars. I could see something happening at the end of this year. Um, yeah, but but that's like the kind. That, of, I mean, we need to keep Zach, right? So the the big thing is making sure we're good enough to keep Zach. Um, yeah, I mean, I would be, yeah, people bring up, like, the questioning whether or not we, why we didn't pay Zach. You know, Zach, like, he wants to get what he's worth, but he's not, compl- like, there's a couple interviews, he didn't complain about 
I think what he would have complained about is if we offered him less than what he's worth, which we didn't do. Right. We're just saying we're going to give you the full deal after this year. Right. We could have, I guess, restructured it, but then we wouldn't be able to sign everybody that we signed. Right, so. which is what he wants to be, have a good team, but he also yeah. wants to be the ultimate guy. Well, guess what? He has a coach he likes, and he just put up 34 points, and we won the game. Yeah. So that's like the start that, I mean... I mean, look, like, I like Vucevic because it's really difficult to find a center that can score and from inside and outside and pass. Like, there's, there's not that many guys like that, and I know you're complaining, but you're like, we want something young, like a rim runner. But, like, the, he, makes, he makes the offense much better. For, I, I think he will. And um, in the preseason, he looked really good. Um, on the floor, I mean, his, his shooting wasn't great, but, like, the fit looked good, like, around everybody else because of his passing yeah, well, and rebounding. People have to respect him, so, like, he does spread the floor for you, which is nice. Yeah, he shot 40% from three last year. Right, but, like, yeah, I just, yeah, I worry about I mean, the, what are you going to do? Here's the thing, Alex. Well, what about, I like, I, I want, like, a rim runner, like a Capella or an Aiton or something like that. I think that could be an awesome Yeah, there's not us. that many of those. I know. I don't know if you notice. I want one of them. I wouldn't want Capello over Vucevic, so. Uh, well, okay, I want Collins over Vucevic, really, and then and then for us to figure I, out I, the center thing. I wouldn't. I oh, really you're like saying John have Collins. Collins and then have a defensive center? Yeah, we would we would do something different. Um, I like Vucevic, man. You have a two man game; it works. The idea is like, look, you got. I mean, I, I you know, I. I like him. I think he's going to be a mismatch a lot of nights. So he's a problem on offense for the other team, right? He's he's yes. a pretty good offensive player, obviously. And on the boards. Yeah. Um but like yeah, give me an Aiden over him or something like that for sure. Um Yeah, there's not a lot of those. No. And by the way, he's going to cost a lot more money. Yeah, but he's better. Which is going to be 22 million dollars next year. Yeah, but like I just, That's a that's a great deal. I just, I just don't love the, the defense on the front line And right then now. you can trade him at next year if you want, if you're not going to give him another contract and make something happen. Yeah, that's, and that's I guess, what I'm thinking for Aiden. I, really, I guess sure. it really is sort of like a next I don't think that's going to happen. If, but if we could, then yeah, great. And then, but, I mean, I'm talking about Vucevic on this team right now, and I think he's uh, going to be a really good fit. I like him. I like him a lot. I, yeah. Well, I mean... You know, like you just think about like the way that Isaiah Stewart like just you know could just get past him whenever he wanted or whatever. Not really, he didn't get past him. It was more the that he's um, scored on him. Honestly, Fine. scored on him. I mean, a lot of those are difficult shots. I mean, I think more the bigger concern is if you're gonna switch. Is really like what happens when he's he's in a switch or he doesn't come up on a screen. And basically, the pick and roll. How does he defend the pick and roll? I actually am not as concerned with, and, and penetration, like his help side, you know, rim protection is not that good because he doesn't jump, really. Right. So I'm much more concerned about that than his competing against another guy in the low post because if you look at him versus Stewart in the plus-minus category, like in terms of rebounds and scoring, he's going to beat those guys almost every night. And then what he does facilitating on the offensive end looks good with Zach especially I think it really helps I think it helps Zach because in the two-man game when he gives him a screen if you don't guard Vooch he's gonna burn you 
And if you do, then Zach's got an opportunity to cut. Or you can dish it to Alonzo or DeRozan and they can find him. So I think it's a really I think it's gonna work really well offensively. I think defensively it's gonna be, you know, your big problems are gonna be DeRozan and Vucevic. Um, they're gonna hunt them in the in the pick and roll. So but pretty much every team has a weakness defensively like that. It's not like it's just us. Um, honestly, against the Nuggets, people do that with Jokic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Jokic is just such a next-level offensive player that it doesn't matter. Yeah, and Murray's really good, but one of the reasons Murray's really good is because of playing off of Jokic. So that two-man game works really well. That's what we're trying to mimic. Yeah. It's just we have – I'll take Zach over, over Murray – but uh, Jokic obviously over Vooch. But the idea is you have that kind of game. Um, I don't know. Like, let's see it. Like, let's see what happens. I, I, I think there's going to be some, some figuring of stuff out. But that's not my biggest concern. Um, it's just funny to me, like, how, like, so much of the rest of the I'm team I'm not worried about, about his defense. Running. I mean, I'm worried about his defense. I'm worried about DeRozan's defense, too. Yeah, at least DeRozan, like, I'm not worried about, like, his speed. Like, his, his instincts are, like, I mean, today he was pretty good on defense. He's but, not usually, he, a lot of times he's not very physical. Yeah. And um, he gives up on it. He doesn't try that hard. Right, exactly. Like but Today he looked pretty good. He, honestly, he, did but, look, he did look good today. But he wasn't really facing a lot of guys that are, like, that. He wasn't facing LeBron James or uh, He was facing Jimmy one of Butler the worst or, teams in the league. <laughs> yeah, or Jimmy Butler. or Nothing to be that. scared of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't think we can know until... But look, since this team has been put together, they're 5-0. and Four wins in the preseason. Won the first game. I mean, I... By the way, by the way, I think our schedule this year is probably not going to be that hard because we sucked last year. So I feel like we may have a lot of, like, not that... Like, our schedule might be kind of not as bad because of that. Right. The the beginning of the schedule is so we can is beat up good. on bad teams. We don't have a we don't have a really good team until the Jazz. Uh... Perfect. Let's beat up on all the bad teams and win some games. It might not look pretty all the time, so. Um, but like we, when was the last time that we watched and and we're like watching our team and we had, basically all of the best players on the floor. You know, I mean that was pretty. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Zach's so good. Zach's He's awesome. So good. Yeah, He's it's, so good. it's pretty crazy. Um, okay, so we got the Pelicans, we got the Pistons, uh, the Raptors, who I'm less high on than I was the last time I did the podcast, uh, the Knicks, who just won in double overtime against the Celtics. But I, I sat Fournier, who I have in fantasy, and uh, it looks like he went off. Um, and then the Jazz. So the Jazz game is the 30th. So until then, I mean... We should so how many beat games all is these that teams. Before the Jazz. So um, four, four more games. So we could go five and zero oh to start the year. Like I think we're definitely better than the Knicks, honestly. But um, doesn't mean that, you know that, you know with Tibbs and stuff they won't like try their way to a victory. Like I thought I know, we were definitely better than the Tibbs, Pistons like, too, and they, we barely beat the Pistons. I mean, so you know. But Julius Randle could get hurt by playing forty four minutes a night or something. I mean. Oh, he will, but you know. So it will it be now? You know. Yeah, might not be, might be later. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I just feel. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because they're they have tough Obi to Toppin. play. Obi like could be kind of good, but Tibbs is never going to give him enough run until they're Grand, tough Randall to play because they're so physical um, defensively. Um, last year we gave him. It was a really competitive game, um, and we didn't have nearly the offensive firepower that we do now. So, 
I don't know. Like, you got to be kind of encouraged because if you think about it, because Brooklyn, they <coughs> may have some issues. Uh, no Kyrie, and then a lot of those guys are just so old. And then, like, watching what they, you know, some of their chemistry. I mean, they're going to be obviously really good, but um, it just – and Philly, <coughs> who knows what's going on with Ben Simmons. Embiid misses games. So, you know, the Bucks to me, are, like – going to be awesome and win a ton of games. But after that, like, there's a lot of question marks. I think Brooklyn's going to be really good, too, and win a lot of games. But after that, I mean, there's going to be a lot of question marks. And, like, on a nightly basis, I think there's going to be a lot of times we're facing a team that is very beatable. I love the Hawks for the East this year. I love the Hawks. I think they're going to be much better than people were expecting. Like, I, I don't know. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and they would have won if they had been healthy over the Bucks. Like, like that shooting is legit. They got guys all over the place. They're super deep. They go, like, 11 deep. Like, I think I think the Hawks are going to be fun. And uh, Yeah, we'll see. They're going to be, like, a fun I think they're going to be team. really good, too. But, that you know, we should have beat them in Atlanta when we played them last year. Um, we lost because Zach ran out of gas because he had to do everything himself. And guess what? Now he doesn't. Yeah, I'm not saying we can't beat them in a game. I don't think we can beat them in a series, really. But I hope yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, but my point is, my point is like, I want to see. I mean, I want to see what our team can do. But like, your point is, I guess my point is like, are we going to get a really good? Can we win a lot of games? Short term, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think we might be able to. Yeah. Um, the cap- I don't know for sure, but. Yeah, so so we have a, a crazy. How many teams in the East like do you feel like we can't beat in a game? None of them except the, just the Bucks. Bucks. The Bucks. That's the I don't only think we team can beat the like, Bucks. I like, yeah, I don't. I don't. See, we played. They just annihilated us last year. They look. They're too good. Like and they annihilated I think every the Nets team, the other night. You know, I mean, yeah, no, I, no Kyrie, but they're, they're not going to have. They Kyrie actually look the year. like they might be better this year than they were last year. So they have um, more guys. Yeah. Yeah. And that so Tucker if, but thing, if, that was a coup. People were like, oh, they lost P.J. Tucker. Like, that guy was not nearly as impactful as people Yeah, but think. now you have Grayson Allen actually making shots. Yeah. And it gives Giannis more room to work with. And I think Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are going to have all that confidence. Pat Connaughton, he's got that swag now. Yeah. yeah Rodney I, just, I just think that there's going to be a lot of games where we're playing these teams, and it's like how different is each team from us. I mean, if they miss some – if the team we're playing doesn't make their threes and we make ours – you know, I, it's just going to be like this very um, – oh. I'm curious to see how it plays out, but I, I'm not discounting our ability to, to win a lot of games. The Bucks also have George Hill and um, this guy, Jordan Wara, the second-year guy who looked awesome yesterday. He wasn't like an amazing yeah. shooter, but he was like super athletic, yeah. super high energy. Yeah. So I think the Bucks are but deeper. I, but, yeah, sorry, you're right. I think the, I think the Bulls could win a lot, a lot of, games. of games. We could beat a lot of teams in the East especially. Um, we're yeah. going to have – I mean, it doesn't mean we will all the time, but, I mean, we – we can. All right, yeah, let's check out this November. November's brutal. Okay, so first game, Bulls Celtics, then two uh, Bulls Sixers games back to back, then the Nets, then the Mavericks, then the Warriors, then the Clippers, then the Lakers, then Portland, then the Nuggets, then the Knicks, and the Pacers, who are chippy, but like we should beat, but, but who knows. Then we get a break with the Rockets and the Magic, uh, then the Heat, and then the Hornets, who were like going to be good. And uh, yeah, so that's. That's quite a November. Well, that's really a nice sort of like That'll litmus be a good test. test. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because a lot of those teams are good, but still like, you know, I'd like to see us face Portland. I'd like to see us face the Clippers without Kawhi. I'd like to see us yeah. face the Nuggets without Murray. 
these are teams that like if we're really a contending team, yeah. Which I'm not. I'm not saying we are, but if we but if we beat those teams, like start to win those games, maybe we are. If we win like half of those games and we beat all the teams we're supposed to beat, then there you go. That's a 45 win type team. And that's you know probably a four or five seed. Yeah. Five seed. Something like that. I don't know. The East is gonna be tough, but but yeah. Yeah, but it's gonna affect the other Eastern Conference teams too. That's true. I mean, I think that like we could. I think you're gonna. I think it's gonna be much more balanced this year in terms of records than it was last year. Yeah. Last year was like really top heavy, but then like the middle and and lower in the conference like just did not have good records, and those top three teams were beating up on everybody below them. Yeah. Um. And this year, I don't think it's gonna be like that. I think it's gonna be much more even. Yeah. I'm really yeah, I'm I'm interested. So like I guess my big takeaway from the preseason and, and tonight is like our defense is so much better than I thought. Um, yes. It really is. Yeah. They're cuz they're they're switchy and and they're long. A lot of those those yeah. guys are they're getting in front of they're going over screens. They're trying harder than last year, especially Zach. And then guys like Lonzo and DeRozan and Caruso get in their hands in a lot of passing lanes. Yeah. And um you know, another thing that we people are not talking about, I feel like people weren't like just a lot of people just didn't watch the games, but why would you be worse defensively when you're taking Markinen out <laughs> and playing Kobe White less minutes against the starting units? Yeah, like uh, that makes you better. We were like the we had like the, just that absence, right? We had the eleventh best defense, <laughs> right? Something like that last year. Twelfth, twelfth best defense. Twelfth best and, defense. And, and you look at the team, you're like, how do we get there? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We had Thad because Young, defense, we had Daniel Tice, and uh, is that it for plus defenders? Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams, and he's actually going to be better this year. I liked what I saw from him tonight. Yeah. I mean, we had Troy Brown Jr. and Javante Green, but they barely played, so I don't really towards count Towards the them. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah towards yeah. the end. They, they did play a good amount to, like when Zach was out and then after we traded um, some of the guys. Um, I don't know, like, you know, because like, guys like Wendell Carter and Daniel Gafford, like, we, tr- we got rid of them. And like um, I, midway through the year, so they didn't do much for us. Like Gaffords looked like pretty awesome with Washington, and Carter's looked like the same as he did with us. Like we had like like Sadoransky was not a great defensive player. Arch Diakno was not a good defensive. Garrett player. Temple, Garrett Temple's good. Garrett Temple was good. Okay, but like, so yeah, you know, I, I guess I'm saying like, what makes our team now yeah. with Lonzo and Caruso and more minutes for Green? And Alize Johnson, who I think is a plus. That's good. Like, what makes them worse than last year? Yeah, no, you're right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. But yeah, you're totally right. Like, the defense looks much better. And I it, mean, if you watch them, like these are these. Some of those guys are like really good defensive players. Yeah. So, I, I, and then if Zach is more engaged and tries harder, and Williams learns more about the NBA, and he's stronger, and you can clearly see yeah. he is. And Donovan has more time now. Like last year, they didn't have time to practice. Like after they, they traded, yeah. No, well, they didn't even really practice during the year because of all the COVID rules and the shortened season. Now you have much more time. Donovan can instill his schemes, work with these guys. I, I guess I'm like, I don't know why they'd be so much worse. I'm not saying they're going to be a great team defensively, but I don't think they're going to be bad. I think they're going to be average yeah. to slightly above average. I think they're going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of where they were last year. I mean, if that's all, if we get something like that, and then we have this amazing offense, then like, who knows, right? And, yeah. And like, if Zach Levine can become like this two-way god, then like, I don't know. And if Lonzo can become he what 
a stud, he played which great is possible. defense in the Olympics. Yeah, he played great. He defense played great in the, in the Olympics. Olympics. I mean, small sample size, but yeah, like he's he's obviously capable of doing that. But right? I think he's so. going to step up. I really do, and I think it helps the fact that not as much pressure is on him just physically throughout the game. Like he has. He's not going to be asked to do as much yeah. offensively. Actually, it's another thing too. Like real quick, uh, um, the minutes, like the most minutes, um, DeRozan played thirty-eight minutes. You know, um, which is like too much long term, but fine for one game. But then you look at everybody else. Like, well, okay, Zach, um, Zach and Vujovic played thirty-five, thirty-six minutes, right? But then the other guys were like, you know, Williams played twenty-eight and a half minutes. Lonzo played thirty-three and a half minutes. Caruso played 27 minutes, you know, like... Yeah, pretty, I mean, in a six-point game... In a six-point game, like you know, if it was a not, Tips team, Zach would play 45 minutes, right? In the first yeah, game of the year, you know? Yeah, no, I think uh, I think it's going to work. I think we need, you know, Kobe White is going to have to... Uh, yeah. Once he's back, he'll be playing a lot more bench minutes. He'll be our um, little Ben Gordon or something, you know? We'll save some of the minutes that are on uh, DeRozan and Zach... Uh, having Kobe White around, um, and I think we're gonna. I, I think we gotta have. I think probably try to get Vooch's minutes a little lower um, over time. But I mean, for one game, it's close game. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you know, Alzi Johnson was totally fine as sort of most of the backup five. Um, like I guess Bradley will be in there too, but we'll see with Bradley. Versus Johnson, like I don't I, exactly yeah. know how much how the balance is going to work because um, Johnson, I, I like Johnson. He's switchier, um, but but you need to like you know. I have do a little size, yeah, size. So Bradley could be for something. depends. On, I think it's going to be matchup based. Yeah, honestly. So that's fine. Yeah, I, yeah, I just um, yeah, I guess we'll see. But uh, Samonovic towards the, later in the year might be used. Yeah, well, people hated More him in summer league. Um, Including me. Including you, um, right. I, you know, I, I don't know. He didn't look good to me, but I only watched highlights so but like, in the summer league. You know, I mean, he didn't really play he, much in the preseason. He's, he's got a lot to learn and get bulkier at. and all. He needs to get stronger. He's and very all that. skinny, yeah. Um, and he's then young. Dosunmo played too many minutes, the rookie, the other rookie. Um, he looked pretty good in, uh, you know, in spurts. I think he'll be helpful. He's, he's not going to be a chippy. A you know, he's going to get better. I mean, he's a second-round pick. He'll get better as the year goes along. Yeah, so, you know, he's not, again, contribute. Like, we can't expect him to do anything this year, but... Um, no. So, like, Kobe will take those minutes. So, like... Yeah, Kobe will take more minutes. I mean, he'll take... Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll really help this rotation balance. Right. Um, when we're healthy, lot. like, the issues are kind of, like, the, the scoring on the front line uh, bench, you know? And length. I mean, it's going to be... We're going to be small and not as... Uh, as uh, not gonna have that size sudden scoring in the front in the front court of the bench. Yeah. So. so but that's why we're gonna have Kobe and DeRozan playing with the second unit and try to and you know, obviously Caruso try to generate some offense. Yeah. Get out and transition. Yeah. I think Williams as he gets his legs back under him, you know, that you know, basketball shape again after the injury, I think he's gonna get more custom with this lineup and they're gonna get more custom with him. Of like he's gonna cut hard to the basket, you know. I think he'll take on a bigger role maybe in the second unit, play some more because you might see Caruso with the first unit some, and Williams with the second unit some. So there's a lot to figure out. It, so many new players, they 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 have a lot to figure out lineup wise, rotations. Yeah, 
But if you win these games against shitty teams, you can ex- you can experiment as early in the year, and uh, then when you play the good teams, be in better shape. Yeah. So um, that's the nice thing about October. We have this buffer period to kind of work some stuff yeah. out uh, before it starts to matter. Games. Yeah. So let's yeah. let's go five and zero oh in the in the beginning of the season here. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think about like, other other things. I, I guess that's my big thing is like I want. DeAndre Aiden on our team next year, and I think it could totally happen. So <laughs> maybe uh, I don't know. It'd be a lot of fun. I, I I really I mean yes he does steroids, but like no one seems to care. So why should we? No one does seem to care. Yeah. no one seems to care. <laughs> whatever. Joking Noah, you know, also might have done some steroids, right? So whatever. Not with us, yeah. as far as we know. I'm wondering, like, what other distressed superstar assets we might be able to. So, to pick up. Yeah, okay, so, like, there's, like, you know, we can talk about this, too, then. Uh, like, everyone's talking about, like, Damien Lillard this year. I don't I don't love him as a fit for us, really. He's not a fit. Yeah, yeah we'd have to get rid of one of our I don't. I, I want to see what Lonzo Ball is. Lonzo's a good fit with Zach in the backcourt. I really like let's Lonzo. Not, let's not mess with that. You we're, know? Not, we're not getting Damian rid of Damien Lillard's old. He doesn't play defense. Like... Lonzo is one of our future cornerstones. Well, I, don't I hope so. Lonzo like, is, I want Lonzo I will, to be to like me, a Lonzo one or two-time Levine, all-star type guy. Lonzo and Levine and, uh, and Williams are core are the core future of the team. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I think I told you, I think I was saying before, like, I want Lonzo to be the third, at least the third best guy on the team this year, like, after Vooch, you know? Something like that. Yeah. Like, he's really I think important. he will be. I, I think, I I think, think he's he super, certainly capable of taking another leap, like... I'm super excited about him. Like I'm, I'm really excited. About he him. looked good tonight. Yeah, and it, you know he didn't have a great scoring night, but it didn't really matter. He did all kinds of other stuff. It wasn't bad. He wasn't I mean, bad. Like he, you know, like I don't really. He's efficient. He took a couple three. He took six threes. He made two. I mean, no, that's fine. Know, uh, five makes twelve one more. And, whatever. You know, it's high percentage. I mean, six rebounds. He's got to be assists. a little more aggressive. But I, what I liked, and a little more aggressive and pushing the ball like he was in preseason. But in all fairness, the other guys have to run for him that to happen. So. Um, defensively, I really liked what I saw. It was really more that. Isolating him. Yeah. He had a possession against Jeremy Grant where he's isolating against him, and he forced him into like this tough fadeaway that he missed down in the fourth quarter. I think his size yeah. and his knowledge of where to go defensively and where to get in the passing lanes, uh, but his just ability to not foul while defending is really good. He's a legit 6'6". Six, six. His instincts are there. And he's strong. I mean, yeah, Dean Guard, six eight power forward, Jeremy Grant. I mean, and Jeremy Grant might have jumped at the three, but he he plays a lot of four, so it's just crazy. I like I liked what I'm seeing. I mean, I and Caruso too can guard multiple positions. I love Caruso. There's just he's gonna be such a fan favorite. Yeah, you know it's gonna. I mean, once he he's gonna dive on the floor like he did today. He's gonna make those threes at the at the at the buzzer at the second unit. He's gonna go in for the dunks. The crowd's gonna go crazy at the United Center. It's gonna be awesome. Another very reasonable contract, by the way, Caruso. Yeah, the Caruso contract's cool. The, the Lonzo could, could be All a steal. All these contracts are good, except the Rosen. Yeah, so... It's the one contract I don't like. I had another thing I was going to... Oh, what yeah. are they going to do with Kobe White? Like, are they going to trade him this year? Are they going to do a sign-in trade? Are they going to... I would hope that they would try to, like, do a sign-in trade so that he's not, like, a distressed asset. Because, like, you could probably... Someone, if you can fool someone into taking Lowry Marketing, like, Kobe White could have more value in, in the actual NBA, right? Like, can you well, get him, Lowry like, Markkinen $15 million has, a year? Like, 
He's a big because guy that can seven shoot. Feet yeah, tall. yeah, I know. Yeah. Kobe White's like he's got a, this mythical. Yeah. He's got this on paper value that doesn't match, like the Simmons value that doesn't yeah. match, like what's actually happening on the court. Yeah. Um, I don't I know think, when people are gonna figure it out, but he is not good. <laughs> some people have. Uh, we did. <laughs> KOC figured it out. Um, I think. Uh, I think Kobe White. They're setting him up to be like a really good six man scorer. They're going to give him that opportunity. Yeah. Look, when he's facing backups and you just let him go to work and just j- jack up shots, he's going to score. <laughs> so um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I think that could boost his value and um, maybe make a, some kind of trade. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. I think there's possibilities. I think there's, this, this front office is thinking ahead. They think a few steps ahead. So I'm sure they have ideas. We so the one thing with him is like you know he's a rookie he's on a rookie scale contracts um, and he's a lottery pick so but it's not much it's five point eight million this year you know so like exactly I you know what's his value like I, I don't know like, could could someone offer him like four years forty million bucks or something like that like maybe you know what I mean like ten million a year or something yeah I don't know if they would though I they should he'd have to have he's a not really that good, good but he'd have to have a really good year yeah, um, yeah. I could easily see him being part of a sign and trade though. Yeah, um, I mean, so many teams have him. guards. We we. I mean, we need. If him. he's good, he could be really valuable to us. Yeah, I mean, we need a six man off the bench to just to just score. We need buckets. We need offense yeah. on the bench. That's. I mean, I think yeah. him and DeRozan together with Caruso and those kind of athletic defensive front court players. That's a pretty that's pretty good mat lineup. It's interesting, right? It's something. For like a for a bench rotation, that's that's better than a lot of teams have. Yeah. Well well we'll see. I don't know. You know, the front court that's the big thing is the front court know. is like, such know. a question mark. Depends if you how you think about them. I don't know. Okay, so speaking of KOC, KOC is still on the bandwagon for uh, one of the least exciting pistons, I think. On an, a roster full of exciting pistons. Isaiah Stewart? No. Uh, Isaiah Stewart's kinda of fun. Number seven, Killian Hayes. Yes, number seven draft pick in 2020, Killian Hayes, who had an incredible night tonight. You want me to read his stats? Sure. Okay, I'll go ahead here. Sing- Zero tri- points. Triple single. <laughs> yeah. Triple single. Oh, yeah. Uh, quadruple single. I don't know. Zero points. Um, two assists, five rebounds, uh, minus 11, plus minus, one foul, two turnovers, 20 minutes of action. Outplayed by Corey Joseph, who also did not have a good game. He had a whopping three points, Corey Joseph. But um, but yeah, Killian Hayes is bad. He, um, I don't know. I don't he know what people see in this guy. Compared to James Harden and his draft guide. KOC and KOC's still in on Mo Bamba too, which is just the funniest thing. I think he just don't, hates being wrong, and like I just don't trust him anymore. Like, just how do you come on? You know, I mean, he's obviously a smart basketball well, mind, right? He's right obviously about a lot of yeah. He's right about a lot of other things for sure, definitely. Um, his draft stuff. He was on point with like his insights about Mobley and right. And he's a very um, good writer too. Yeah, he's a good writer. He's a good writer. But it's just these are just so glaring. He I just, takes these like home run swings. Yeah, he takes huge you know? whiffs. No one's right hundred percent of the time. Obviously, I know, but his are like epic. Yeah, like this is so good. <laughs> this one's so, so weird. And like, don't just don't die on this hill, dude. It's over. Like, Killing Hayes. Comparing him to James James Harden was yeah. like a very. He's like he's, he's slow, but he pays his own play. <laughs> he keeps the game at his speed. Does and I'm he? Like, That's not what I'm seeing. 
<laughs> he just is slow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy, that guy was terrible. I like Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah he Stewart's needs to fine. work on his shooting. Yeah, he needs to work on everything. I like Sadiq Bey, too. Um, Sadiq Bey looks good. Yeah, uh, those two guys are exciting to me. And then um, I guess I Diallo. Diallo's kind of an interesting guy. Like he's very athletic. He could be something. I think Diallo's high upside. It was kind of, I, didn't, I was a little surprised that Oklahoma City traded him because they didn't really get anything back. Yeah, I think they just weren't going to take him. Yeah, Oklahoma City just wanted more in future draft equity. Because they're just like, going to like just weren't going to pay him. Oklahoma City, like I get what they're doing, but it's like it's just Shaquille Alexander you? is really good right now, and like you can't just just keep him like just rotting. And so is Lou Dort. And Lou Dort's pretty good right now, and just like you can't do this too much longer, or you're gonna you're gonna have this losing culture, and you're gonna have another Ben Simmons on your hands. You know, just you know someone with like no instincts or feel for the game. So I just. I think they're going to... Tra- ben Simmons has instincts on defense, obviously. Ben Simmons is a really I good I think they're going to trade SGA and Ludor once they can get a ton of value for them. Yeah, I think that's probably what they're going to have to do, which is crazy to me, because like, those are really good guys. Like, you know, it's, you know who could use SGA. Yes, and that's actually another one. Philadelphia. So, oh, oh, yeah. I was going to say... Well, no, never mind. Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. The Lakers instead of Russell Westbrook. Yeah. He would be such a better fit. I've got some... That's my first article up this Lakers site. It's going to be like Russell Westbrook trades. <laughs> like, uh, it's cl- like... You can say what you want, but like it's not going to go well. Like It'll be better than what we saw last night, but it's not going to go well. Yeah, but like... I don't know. I guess I'm very curious to see what happens with the Bulls. They play next on Friday, right? Uh, where's our schedule? I don't know. Check our schedule. Bulls schedule. Here we go. Um, yes, and it is against the Pelicans. Where oh, it's a revenge game. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about that real fast, and then we'll wrap up. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah. So, so Zion Williamson, um, he had a oh, minor, man. major foot surgery over the summer. He was going to be ready. Minor surgery yeah. that no one knew about. He was going to be ready, quote unquote, by the regular season. Said David Griffin, and, he, and then he said, "No, no, no. What I meant was not by opening day, but by the regular season. So that means at any point during the regular <laughs> season, he will be back. That's so eighty-two games." The course of these like eight months yeah. or six months uh, i don't know did you see I, this is not an original thought i i uh i saw this i registered this and then someone else talked about it online i think on twitter or something um did you see the the, the zach levine commercial from mountain dew with zion williamson no okay I, generally like it's not really fit, fair to like fat shame people but when you're a professional athlete and your job is to be in good shape like you can't look like he did in that commercial like i'm sorry like you know, like Zion Williamson is is in like Otto Porter shape. Like it was, it was rough. It's, it's kind of weird because people keep having this conversation, and it's like, dude, if you don't drop twenty thirty pounds, like you're, you're gonna, gonna keep getting hurt. Yeah, clearly. Like it's going to happen, and I, I guess I'm kind of confused because I know it's going to happen. Yeah, and, and it's happening. <laughs> yeah, so. And he's not going to be there, so we're going to be playing a bunch of scrubs, basically. Brandon Ingram, Devontae Graham, and a bunch of randos. Yeah, like Garrett Temple and Thomas Sandoransky. Our old friends, Garrett Temple and Thomas Sandoransky. That's right, yeah. Oh, we're going to... They'll be fun for 15 minutes. You just know we're going to abuse them. That's so, yeah, we have to beat them by a lot. It's in New Orleans, right? Uh, Let's see here. I hope so. No, it's in Chicago. Oh, damn. 
I would have liked to use up a road game there as opposed to and then win there. Oh, well. Well, the next game um, is in Chicago to the Pistons game uh, after that. So, And then the Raptors yeah, game is in Toronto. Go on a winning streak. Yeah, we should, so we should win all those games um, up until the, at least the next game. Oh, so we play back-to-backs Friday and Saturday against the Pelicans and Pistons. Oh, crap. Okay, so that might make the Pistons game a little more chippy than it needs to be. But we should still win. But you don't love to see that. You but know. you know now is like we've we've they've clearly they're not gonna look past them because they just had this experience. I hope that this will like because they we played down a little bit we were sloppy on offense but our defense was awesome. But yeah, like I just hope that we um, come out of the gate more aggressive. I guess next time against the Pistons. Yeah, a little crisper with the ball. Yeah. Less turnovers. Oh, um, that's, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, like our turnovers, we had like 19. Which, during the, the preseason when I was watching them, they weren't really turning the ball over. But I think part of it is that the the pit, the Pistons were more aggressive. Yeah, the ball pressure and, wasn't um, the same in the preseason. Yes, and the Cavs, like, whenever, you know, like teams like that. Were not. The Cavs but, are going to be even worse than the Pistons. <laughs> the Pistons have a bunch yeah, of Yeah, and athletes, some national right? people are talking some about, like, guys. some and national some people guys. are, like, liking what they, I'm like, what are you talking about? Simmons. Speaking of, yeah, I, it's uh, just, but that it's not just him. There's some other people talking yeah. about the Cavs might not be as bad as, as people think, Ugh. and I, I actually think they're going to be worse. They're going to be worse. I, I think they don't understand how bad Larry Markkinen is. Larry Markkinen's bad. I think Colin and Sexton is like might be so bad. skinny. Like, Mobley's not ready. Oh, yeah, like and Jared Allen. Like, why is he going to be so much better? Jared Allen's like fine. Be, Jared Allen's the kind of guy I would love to have on the Bulls if he costs like a fraction of what he costs. You know what I mean? I wouldn't pay a hundred million dollars. No, 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 no not at all. I pay him half of that, maybe. Maybe I mean, Vucevic costs costs less than him. Significantly. Oh, and, no, not significantly. A little. Next year he's going to cost like three million dollars less, and he's going to be way better. Yeah, yeah. So. And now, look, I don't want the long. I mean, the long term element, like you're thinking about what the deal's going to look like in two years, but. Um, anyway, well, the point is, I think we got a lot of exciting things to look forward to this year. I think could have some really good. I'm very curious to see how it goes the next few games. I am too. Really, it's November. I mean, I, there's a lot of things we can learn from the next few, and then and then November is going to be a big month. We've got yeah, November is November is really big. Um, this this team loves to make crazy deals, as we've seen, which is really fun. It's so different than it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, we got a $5 million trade exception from the Daniel Tice deal with the Rockets, the sign-in trade, uh, over the summer. So how's that going to work? Like, how does that work? So we could, like, trade somebody into our cap space, I- into the $5 million trade exception. So if we have a contract, if so we can trade someone with a $5 million contract into that. But, um, like, Garrett Temple's on, like, a $5 million contract. So, like, I don't, we, can't, we can't actually trade, trade Gary Temple before, but if he was traded again, we could get him back. Um... Something like that, but we—I mean, we—we we have a full roster right now, so we'd have to get rid of somebody. But, um, yeah, I, I don't exactly—you know—that's five million dollars is like around the mid-level, the taxpayer mid-level exception. So there's some valuable contracts there. I don't exactly—I mean, like you know, like what we talked about, we well, want like we have to give up shooting. one of them, like a second-round pick or something, something or? like that. Yeah. Um, who knows? We we have a first round pick from the, well, we might lose this first round pick in this this tampering investigation. Um, but we have this first round pick from the so Derek Jones Jr. Everyone tampers. Everyone tampers. If you don't tamper, you're behind the eight ball. You know. I'd be really mad if we lost the first round pick for that. It's just the dumbest thing too because the NBA like ESPN has this big like you know Are you sure trade we're deadline lose that thing. First round pick though. I'm not. So I sure. hope it's just money. 
But um, it might be. But we'll see. I don't. I don't remember what the Bucks lost. I think the Bucks just lost money when they had the, the tampering investigation for the uh, Bogdanovich uh, sign and trade thing. They didn't. They happen. voided the deal too. Well, they didn't avoid the deal. Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich didn't do just it. didn't. Yeah. Bogdanovich just was like, "Wait, what? You, no." Yeah, imagine the Bucks team with Bogdanovich. I know. Imagine last year with Bogdanovich. They probably would have won the title. Or wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, one last thing. So uh, we went through, and I said, yeah, like the Bulls could be like a 12 seed or whatever. Um, that's wrong. I was wrong. Um, Told you. We could be a playing team. We could be the eighth seed. I don't. I don't think so. I think we're gonna miss the plane. I think we're gonna skip the plane. I think we'll be like sixth or fifth. Oh hell yeah! You're on our. You're 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 joining the bandwagon. I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I I think we could win a playoff series for sure. It's funny because like, I don't know what changed your mind because this is the same team. Watching them, watching them oh. play. <laughs> <laughs> now it's only been you know five games. Only one of them actually mattered, but like. And but we still have yet to actually lose one. Right. Right. And this game, and like you this feel game like there's so much. Yeah. You feel like we could play so much better. Right. Because this game, like the defense was impressive. The offense was not. And but you we know still it's won. Be better. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be so much better. Yeah. The defense like, is like. So that's much what I like is like I see us improving. Last year it was like. When we did well, you're like, oh, this is as good as it's going to be. And then, then like, there was a lot of times we just were not, didn't show up. I was talking to our buddy, I, yeah, David Torres about I this. I don't think like, we're going to have games where, I think we're going to have a lot fewer games where people just don't show up ready to play. Yeah. Because, you know, it's well, for one, professionals not on the team. Right. We just have a um, bunch of professionals. <laughs> we're just taking shots at Marginus. He is He's really em- bad. He's emblematic of what ha- of what was wrong yeah. with with the Bulls. But he um, like I mean like the thing about marketing is that like he had an awesome rookie year. Like he I, I get I get the appeal. But it's empty stats. It was empty stats. It's empty stats. And it was clear by the end of that tenure. And I'm well, so glad we gotten, got off of him. He could have gotten better. That's the thing. Like it, the stats were kind of like okay, it's a little empty stats. You yeah. Know? But but when you have the potential, you can improve. And he never did. Never um, did. He actually got worse. Uh, I feel very good about... I just... You know, like, when Caruso's out there, it just feels like everyone's, like, trying. You know? Everyone, everyone's bought in that we can actually win. Yeah. And we have talent. And DeRozan is, like, a professional basketball player. Like, he is not going to let people just... Like, he's not just going to show up and just, like, not put in the work. I mean, he's been doing this a long time. He's won a lot of games in his career. Yeah. Like... He's not just going to let people – and Zach is, like, going to be much more zoned in, I think. He's going to take a next step. And Vucevic is like a, you know – if I don't think – I think these guys want to win. I mean, I think they really care. And, you know, Caruso is not going to let – I mean, he's not going to let people just coast or, like, not care, not try. I mean, he just came from the Lakers. Like, that's not an option for him. Yeah. So. Um, Stefan No, who used to be with The Athletic, had this really good uh, video breakdown, uh, I think on Twitter, of uh, Crusoe barking on orders for people, telling them where to go uh, with yeah. their defensive coverage. And like, He was doing that tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's just got that like um, awareness uh, is yeah. on defense. It's pretty cool. Um, and Lonzo, Lonzo makes people better. Lonzo's really good. He makes good. people better. Uh, and he's he really, really good. Is, he's really good. I mean... You know, there's a reason he's the number two pick yeah. in the draft, and like, I think, I think he's in a good, better headspace now, 
and um, he's, he's gotten more skills. Yeah, the three-point shot. He didn't have... He's, he I had can't a broken believe jumper. how young he is. He's, I mean, like, what, 23, he plays 24? Like, plays like such a veteran. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like what I... I just think he needs to be more assertive and, and stuff, but I think he will be. I think he's... Um, I think, it, I mean, I think people are going to get more used to playing with him. Like you see Zach getting out yeah. on the break, and it's like if you go, like he'll get, he'll get the ball to you. Right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Like the the passing was like pretty good tonight, but like the preseason, like it was a real eye opener. Like they, they it was lights crazy out, crazy passing. Yeah, and I hope it was to lights see that out. Again. That's yeah. what I. That's I think the big thing is like we have so many guys that are unselfish and can pass the ball. Yeah. Um, Including Vooch. That's one of the reasons I really like Vooch. That's I mean, the big appeal of Vooch, I his think. His touch, his rebounding, and his passing are all elite. Like, very elite. Yeah. So, those are three skill sets uh, that that are just very hard to find for a guy that size. Okay, I guess, okay, that's another thing about Vooch. Speaking of Vooch, I, I guess Cat is, like, we're talking about, is Cat better than Vooch? Right now, no. Vooch is actually better than Cat. Absolutely not, yeah. But Cat has the athleticism that Vooch lacks. Like, what if you could coach Cat up? You know, you have the skill set of Vooch, except not the passing, unfortunately. But you have the shooting. But Kat- I don't know. I think Jimmy Butler saw something in Cat a long time ago, and I don't think that's going to change. But did I mean, Jimmy Butler break Cat? You know, he <laughs> may <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, but it's like some people like Bam Adebayo relish that, yeah. and they're hungry and they want to get better. Embiid, right? With with Jimmy and. And other guys just don't. And yeah, like Jimmy and wasn't they, wrong. They wilt, you know, like Cat. Like, yeah. No, he, he's not wrong. I I never said he was. Uh, yeah. You know, I think Jimmy would have destroyed Lowry Markman. That would be funny. Yeah. That would be hilarious. I would love to see them on the same team. Ugh, that was that would be so Him painful and, for Jimmy and for me. Kobe White. Oh yeah, yeah. Jimmy would have hated this this the Garpax team. Yeah, but he would have liked this team. If you swap Jimmy for Demar, that's like a fucking. I think that's like I think a Jimmy, really good team. <laughs> it is. I think Jimmy and Zach would get along really well. Oh yeah. Jimmy would like push Zach to play better defense. Yeah. But I think, but I think he would like how much of a dog he is and how much work he puts in and how good shape he is and how he keeps getting better. I mean, Jimmy's kind of like Demar, except he's an incredible defender. <laughs> but like his offensive output's kind of like Demar. Like he's he likes mid range shooters, and he Demar's uh, a shots. little more skilled offensively, especially passing the ball. Well, Jimmy, um, Jimmy's a very good passer. Jimmy averaged like seven assists last year. Did he really? Yeah, yeah Jimmy. I mean, he's really good. Jimmy's he's really, really good. good. He's better. He's, really he's much better than Demar. But but yeah, I know what you're saying though. Demar like um, he's also getting paid a lot of money. Yeah, for a long for a long time. I. What we know about, and he's had he's had a lot of injuries. I'm probably gonna mention him on every single episode of this podcast. Um. I know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, I love Jimmy Butler. You know, I do. Jimmy, Miss Jimmy Buckets. I love him. Jimmy G. Buckets. But uh, I like this team we have. Yeah, yeah. And this is this is a fun team. I, I'm very curious to see us play the Heat and see what that looks like. The Heat team is going to be weird in the regular season. Like, um, you know, they look good in the Lowry. preseason. Like, Lowry's a huge upgrade over Drogic. Um, I, I like PJ Tucker for them, you know. Um, I know, but he's not Jay Crowder. Like, yeah. they, they really missed Jay Crowder. <laughs> they really they thought they were going to get Giannis in free agency, and they kind of, they kind of made they these didn't. moves towards that. Yeah, and 
they need like internal development from Hero, you know, basically, and Bam. Um, they need Lowry and Jimmy I, to be I what just, they were last year. I don't year. know that. I don't. They miss they they need a little more shooting. They need a little more shooting. I mean, Duncan Robinson can shoot the ball, but um, he's a he's a negative defensively. So I don't know. I'm very curious. I would be very curious to see us play that. Well, yeah. I mean, they have like these the power forward spot. Basically, yeah. It's like you're right. They miss Jake Crowder because they have PJ Tucker and Markeith Morris, who are both very inconsistent from three. Now they used to be good, but they are not anymore from three. And I think they. Like, I think it would be a good matchup us against them. I really do. That would be a fun playoff that, series. It would be a fun playoff series. I, I think the Heat are going to make some kind of move too, though. I think we are not done, and the Heat are not done. Um, no, I don't think so. And uh, we'll we see. definitely have uh, an opportunity to improve uh, in the front line on the bench, the bench uh, front line. Okay, get better. All right, all right, I do have one more thought. Okay. You know who looked squeezed out of the, the game yesterday, that Nets Bucks series? Marcus Aldridge? Well, a little bit him too, but Paul Millsap. Yeah. Wouldn't he be awesome as our backup for? I wonder. Well, we were trying yeah, to do that. We, we would have paid him <laughs> double what, what he's making now, and he would have actually played, you know? Yeah. He's not going to play on that team. He's like their fourth big, you know? I mean, I think he'll play. Yeah, because he's Paul Millsap, but like he should like is he gonna? Would he does he deserve those minutes or is it like you know token minutes because he's Paul Millsap? Like for us, he could play a lot. Exactly, he we could really use Paul Millsap, you know, or Jeff Green. We could have used Jeff Green, but oh, I would have loved Jeff Green. He would have been perfect for us. He'd be so good. Yeah, I mean Jeff Green is basically a Paul Millsap upgrade for Denver defensively, and his three point shooting is lights up. Right, and he can play play the three through the five, you know, small ball five. Oh man, he would have been perfect. He would be Jeff Green. Yeah. So can we get him somehow? He's on Denver. Yeah, that's well. He, he's such a good pickup for Denver. He's he's a Paul Millsap upgrade, basically, is what he is. Oh, he's way better than Paul Millsap is right now. And he's they're paying him half nah. of what they paid Millsap. Nah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I um, I I wish we can get a guy like that. That's that seems like I don't exactly know who else is out there. We can do some research for next time. Marcus Morris, anyway. except he makes fifteen million dollars a year. <laughs> But if the Clippers go sideways and, and start trading people, I don't exactly. Derek Jones Jr. And, and Kobe for Marcus. No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Nah. I'm maybe maybe I would actually. I just uh, really don't I like Derek Jones need, Jr. No, because if we trade Kobe, we'll need someone who can do what Kobe does. Yeah, you need. There's that. no point in getting rid of that for. It depends on who comes available on the buyout market, but because you need like, anyway, a, yeah, I think it'll be a buyout. Guy. But I, I think we've got enough content. Here. We're good. Yes, this is a good return to to podcasting. Yes. Um, okay, go Bulls, and we'll reconvene at some point in the near future. Yep, go Bulls.